National. Welcome to Upfront on the Voice of America. My name is Jackson Vungani. Thanks to all of you for joining us today. Now, we want to revisit an issue we've uh, previously discussed here on the show, and that is this misconception or myth that there is a universal standard of beauty and that we all have to conform to or in order to feel uh, or to appear beautiful. We also want to look at some of the things that drive, uh, some of the driving forces behind some of these uh, misconceptions. Now, many agree that as much as our societies continue to positively benefit from increased access to technology and mass media, there's some downside to it. And one of those downsides is what many say is a distortion of our perception of beauty, which leads us to ask, what is beauty and what do you consider as beautiful? I hate it when I tell someone that I'm African and they're like, oh my goodness, you don't look African. I think Africa has no standard look. There are certain things you can do to enhance your beauty. There is a hair extension, things like that. But once you get to actually physically changing your body, when you physically change your breasts, you physically change your nose, it's like, how beautiful is that in the first place? Now, we continue to see that across the continent, visual media from TV to film greatly influences our perception of beauty. And in effect, we see that young people, especially young women, are embracing an idea of beauty that is deemed acceptable by Western pop cultural standards. In fact, some studies show that part of the impact of exposure to Western visual media is that many young women and men strive to achieve and conform to uh, standards associated to Western beauty, uh, such as a lighter skin, straight hair, and many others. And this partly explains why the global bleaching industry by itself is worth billions of dollars. And same goes for hair extensions, uh, plastic surgery, and many other products that are associated with the beauty industry ecosystem. But mass media in itself, uh, in and of itself, is not the only reason young women try so hard to achieve that quote-unquote look. Other factors include the people behind the mass media production and consumption of India, from advertisers uh, constantly or consistently using uh, skinny models or skinny blonde model uh, for a car commercial, to the blonde blue-eyed news presenter on your evening news. They are part of a system that puts pressure on young women to meet an idealized beauty standard. And one of the results of this is that many end up having self-esteem issues that affect them all their lives. So on the show today, we'll have a conversation with uh, a number of people. We'll talk about uh, the role of media in shaping our perception of what is beautiful. But first, let's listen to what you, our listeners, consider beautiful. What matters in Africa is how somebody smiles to you, responds to you, even a greeting. That's what beauty is all about, not someone who has a physical appearance, but someone who is very good in manners. That's what we call beauty. I had a huge gap when I was younger, and my mom just kept telling, because my mom's Rwandan. It's like, don't, please don't fix your teeth. And man, but when I started my first job when I was 17, the first thing I did was get to that dentist and close the gap. Be a beautiful person is someone who's confident, someone who has respect for other people around them, someone who's willing to listen, especially that's pretty important for me. Uh, so many times you meet uh, so-called beautiful people 
that uh, I find aren't really very beautiful at all. Beauty is a packet. Beauty is, I'd say, it's 70% how you feel. I mean, from the inside out. As far as from outsiders, beauty is, I think, a person's personality as it enhances or is a part of her beauty packet. The Voice of America News presents the Upfront Show. With Jackson from out of Washington. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, oh. Joining me on the show today is Lino Mudo, my friend and colleague here at The Voice of America. Lino is a host of Africa 54's Health Chat and then radio show Health Chat and the French show called Carnet de Santé. And she's the busiest woman in show business <laughs> right next to Oprah Winfrey. <laughs> um, but also, Lino is into fashion. So, Lino, let me ask you, what do you consider as beautiful? What is beauty to you? Thank you, Jackson. That's a fabulous topic because beauty is so subjective. People can define beauty as they say it's in the eye of the beholder. But for me, beauty starts from within. I know it's cliche, but it's you can see a gorgeous person if they have the worst attitude. It's a big turn off. It's for me, it's your beauty is already gone. Mm. So for me, it starts from within, and I think what's within will shine through. That's why sometimes you so you see people that may not be considered beautiful, but when they have a good heart, you see that glow, you see that goodness that mm. changes it. Is there a difference between beauty and being attractive? Yes, right. I agree. So you can Some, be beautiful internally. But maybe physically not. Yeah, exactly. Mm. There is a difference because you you can even see somebody that is gorgeous physically mm. and is not attractive. At least for me, mm. and and vice versa. Somebody that is not beautiful physically but is attractive because of the way they are internally. Their personal, yeah, their the personality, right. the persona, the character mm -hmm. of somebody really also affects the beauty. So for me, beautiful being beautiful is really first of all. Uh, um, it's it's subjective. Subjective. Yes. I, I like that. So let yeah. me ask you this. Do you ever wake up in the morning and say, I don't feel beautiful today? I've had those moments quite often. What, like what, right now. Right. Right now you're not feeling right beautiful. Right now because, because... Is it because I'm in your space? Is that I'm bringing bad <laughs> no, energy? Bad energy. All. Go far away. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. So let me tell you. For me, mm. a lot of time I feel like I'm not beautiful when I have... Uh, put on some weight okay. because I struggle with weight you mm. know sometimes I gain a lot like right now I don't see it by the way yeah I, I know you I, always tell me yes, you don't I, see I, it I don't but, see but it. Your, your clothes right. will talk to you right. <laughs> you know right. that pair of jeans mm. will tell you and when, um, you, when you put on that pair of jeans and it doesn't fit you then you don't yeah, feel beautiful yeah exactly so because for me I, there is a threshold for mm. my weight mm. you know and once I pass this threshold I'm like uh uh isn't weight supposed to be about your health it is it is supposed to be about your health, but the weight has a lot to do with beauty. Mm. It, again, it's it's all individual. Somebody like Naomi Campbell, if she's my size today, she will find herself as an obese woman, right? Mm. But somebody like me, I don't consider myself obese, mm. but I consider myself overweight according to my criteria. Now, you, my friend and brother, every mm. time you tell me, oh, no, I don't see any problem. Absolutely. Yes, I but see, yes, for yeah. me, I feel like I'm overweight. Right. But you Be don't see I, it. I think it has to do with the fact that you don't want to buy any more jeans. No, so, that also. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think your criteria is that if I have to buy more clothes to fit my little extra pounds that I've put yes, on. Yes, then there then is a problem. Me, 
so beautiful you is in the in the pocket more than it is on your body. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the way you put it, that's not true. <laughs> it's not quite like that, Jackson. Not quite like that. You just like don't want to buy more jeans. That's, that's what it <laughs> but is. But that could be a good right? excuse, right? <laughs> no, but I think uh, physically, at mm. least uh, for me, a lot of times, is my weight uh, affects my my personal assessment of if I'm, I feel beautiful or your not. Your self esteem. And my self esteem, and then um, you know. We are women. You like you like to look nice. Your hair, your face, your skin, mm. things like that. But one thing that I know is that God has blessed me, so I cannot. Amen to that. <laughs> yes, thank you. So I cannot complain because uh, I I know that there are some people who will say, "What are you complaining about?" Some people will look at you and say that you know you are beautiful, and I'm grateful for the way I look. I'm not Miss Walled, but I think that you know I, I'm okay, mm. right? I mean, I'm. Okay. I can attest to that. <laughs> thank you. Amen to that. One more time. <laughs> yeah, stop, Jackson. <laughs> so as a health reporter. I guess my question to you would be, what are some of the consequences of these uh, unrealistic expectations? Oh, my God. Especially on young women. Yes. Of what is considered beautiful. Yes. Or the universal standards of beauty. That's a good question because today you see people, like I talked about my weight because, you know, I have my own concept. We talked about clothing. When I don't fit in certain clothes, I know that I've, I've let myself go a little bit. But that's besides the point. You have the issue where women will look at somebody like Naomi Campbell and I'm not picking on her mm. but she's a standard that people look at she's a beautiful model and and especially because she's on TV she's on TV magazines. she's a celebrity yeah right. so you will take a woman who is like me by nature because since I was a baby I was ch- I was chubby I don't mm. consider myself chubby now but mm. I'm still a bit you know uh, and and then you will want to be like Naomi. So what does it take? It will take uh, starving yourself. It will take pills. It will take unrealistic exercising, mm. uh, plastic surgery, all these things, just because you want to look like somebody you are not. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. And that's only the physical aspect. What about the psychological the aspect? Mental aspect. Mental aspect. Right. You see p- women and men even falling into depression, suicide even. Mm. When you there is a certain way when you don't feel that beautiful. Mm. So some people will go to that extreme because and one of the problems today with social media it's all about when they talk about selfie Trying it's really selfish perfect. yeah it's right. really selfish mm. it's all about me 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 mm. so me wants to look the best mm. and me wants to look as gorgeous as this girl mm. who took the best angle of herself and posted it out there mm. and so everybody wants to have that perfect image that is so unrealistic that is perpetuated yes, by social media exactly or mass media. and you have these young kids growing up they don't have maturity they don't have discernment so they think this is reality if you're healthy you are beautiful but most importantly if you're good within within, within yourself, yourself and yes. you do good then you're beautiful yes and and one of the things that I, I also want to say is listen if you think that looking a certain way is the only way and if you don't look at this way uh, then you don't look beautiful mm. i mean think about uh, life and everyday people you have people that go from very heavy they can get married they can have boyfriend you got you have people that are very gorgeous that are single they mm. can get a man mm. so it's all about who you are as a person mm. you know and i'm not saying people are trying to be beautiful to get 
to get, get married to get married or anything like that but i'm just saying a lot of time the way we see ourselves is also because we want to be able to have partnership and, and things find like acceptance that. Find that, yeah from other so, people so you know mm. everybody can make it even in the business of television that is so visual look mm. at someone like oprah who mm. made it mm. and she struggled with weight all her life right, right so sometimes i think about it and i said you know what yes i'm not happy when i gain weight but you know let's just chill right let's just chill that is a way to end this conversation. <laughs> no, thank you very much. And we're going to chill with you. Thank you very much for joining us thank today. Thank you. My pleasure. Lino, where can people listen to your show from, by the way? So they can go to viewingnews.com and check uh, Healthy Living. Um, Is it Healthy Carne Living or Health Santé, Living? Healthy Living. Health Living. Carnet de Santé, Africa 54, and Health Chat as well. Right. Yes. Again, Lino wears many hats right here <laughs> on The Voice of America. A woman never sleeps. Hardest working woman in the business. Thank you, Lenore. Thank you, Jackson. In the studio with me, I have three young college students. Caleb, Miss Fawola Damisi, <laughs> and Jacqueline Gross. Guys, thank you very much for joining me today and welcome to the show. Do you, do you feel there's a standard idea of what beauty is? I think that a lot of people think beautiful is what they don't have. So I think with women with curly hair, we think that what's beautiful is women with straight hair. And women who are very like light-skinned think that women that are beautiful are very tan. And so I think that beautiful is kind of like an unrealistic standard to try to reach because it's always going to be what you can't have. So it's very it's very hard to really satisfy human beings. They feel like if you don't have something, you want to get it. Exactly. But I also think that people need to realize, and I know how cliche this sounds, but being beautiful is being happy. If you're comfortable with yourself, then you tend to be happier. And when you're happier, you come off as more beautiful. Right. And, and so- we'll get there. Preach. We'll get there. Church, <laughs> but we'll start off with you, Damisi. Okay, so what's your take on this, uh, Damisi? What's what's uh, what's your standard? In my opinion, um, beauty comes from within, and just like Jacqueline said, when you are confident in yourself, when you believe that you are beautiful as a person, people are going to believe you're beautiful. So, um, I think that there definitely is a standard of beauty, but it depends on who you ask. So, I think the majority of at, at least youth in America today will identify beauty um, based on your outward appearance. Um, so you're saying there's a standard idea of beauty, but depending on most, who you ask. Yes. Okay. But my based standard on what? of beauty be- is be- different based than on a cultures lot of people's. Or people? Based on outside influences, if you let something influence you to a point, then you're going to start developing those beliefs for yourself. So I think it comes back to... Um, whether you're willing, it basically comes down to what you believe and whether you're you're willing to conform precisely. Yeah. Well, I guess in my opinion, so beauty is directly linked with, uh, marketing. And, uh, if we go into as far as history, as history tells us, marketing has been essentially an artificial method to get people to attain a certain product to consume, to consume. Right. So to control the consumer's perception. So perception is huge in this, and perception is also directly linked with cultural influences. So essentially, the entire world has become globalized, as you said, into a Western society. Do you agree with Jacqueline that uh, that, that beauty, the, the standard and expectation of beauty in popular culture has, has changed, has evolved over the last uh, 10 years? Yeah, I definitely um, believe that it's changed. Just like she said, it's most 
males, in my experience, <laughs> are more into big butts now. And in the past, it was small butt, small waist, you know, and now it's like, oh, big boobs, But, but runway big models are still kind of emaciated, skinny, scrawny, you know. I mean, there's, there's, there's the movement. There was a movement to try and get more... Uh, females on runways that reflect what an ideal female body looks like, but they're still uh, populated by very skinny women. But I actually don't think that people are looking at models as the standard now. Those are the people they use for their shows and for magazines and things like that. But I don't think youth in today's society are looking at those women and wanting to be them. I think they're more so looking at celebrities and, um, you know, the people who dominate the music industry and all those people and, you know, sex appeal and all that. And those aren't usually those skinny models. Right. Those are you this, know, those are more reflective of much. Yeah. More... Mm-hmm. Well, you look at certain songs that are coming out, like Megan Trainor's song, you know, you know, all about that bass, all about that bass. It's like it's basically encouraging being curvy and being comfortable with yourself. And I think that you talked about how we're in a movement. And I think that we are in a movement where women are growing stronger and stronger and. I don't know. I think that they're becoming more comfortable. And it's kind of like you say that men kind of control the way that women look. But I think that now we're going away from that and women are controlling the way that women look. Oh, that's interesting. You think women are taking taking t- taking uh, back the power to, to, to look the way they want to look? The idea of beauty being defined by women. The idea of female beauty being defined by women as opposed to men. M- media is largely owned by men. And so they're the drivers of these perceptions and of, of, this, of, of the marketing. of the. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But she's saying that women are taking, taking back that power to kind of redefine what an, uh, an ideal woman looks like. Yeah, I think that's directly linked to... Uh, the women's movement in the United States and as far as the, f- the amount of freedom, as far as we have the freedom of speech and so on and how it's so prol- proliferated in this country. But And also I think an important note to take is I believe that if Africa, well, if we switched as far as history goes, switch turn, like switch the tables and if Africa was the colonial power and that it conquered Europe and it conquered the Native, uh, uh, the Americas, that we would the entire world would be caps like focused on looking, African, like, an looking like an African woman. So uh, looking like an African woman. So essentially, that's to say that if the more globalized we become, the more uh, homogenous we become, the less one it's the less as far the less the tables will be turned as focused on one race. That's a very interesting take on it, uh, Keller. But uh, we'll come back to you guys in in the studio. In a minute, but uh, Nadia, it, it does appear from from the conversations here we're having with these uh, young people that um, uh, people in general really the perception of beauty are a bit lacking in, in substance in general. Our perception about beauty, physical or otherwise, are superficial or shallow. Exactly. Uh, so I spoke to uh, Matilda Mutangu about the concept of beauty and what she considers beautiful. I see someone's beauty by the way they carry themselves and the way they actually approach other people. It's not all about physical stuff. Do the physical attributes play any part here at all? Of course. All? Of course. They have to be appealing mm. in a way, appealing but they don't physically. have to be extraordinary. Mm. cannot have uh, it all bad, right? Right. You have to at least have one attribute to make up for all the other losses in your but, life. But, but when, you, when you talk about physical beauty, don't we all have what we look for in terms of defining what physical beauty is? Exactly. I really think it's a cultural thing, too, a culturally driven, like, criteria. As in, Africans will look at a certain body type and a certain, like, certain features will be 
uh, emphasize for like an African man what they're looking at. Again, I'm generalizing, but that's mm. just how I see it. And mm. then, so if I if I look like Shrek and then I have a good personality, I'm okay. You're, you're I'm, more I'm, than I'm okay. Good. I'm good in your books. What? You're done. <laughs> So, um, wh- wh- why do we though? Wh- why is it that there's this such a, an emphasis on the physical attributes of beauty? Then, uh, why wh- why have we come to define beauty as something that is more physical than it is about our internal, our innards, so to say? Oh, I'm sorry, did I use the word innards? <laughs> you just use the word innards. I'm sorry. Innards. No, no, no. I feel like um, for me, this is how I see it. I think it's more the first thing that you notice. Mm, right? Mm. You're not going to look at a person because I have people who tell me, no, you know, the first time we met, I thought, oh my God, he has such a beautiful soul. Like, you're not going to see his soul <laughs> when you see him, okay? The first thing you're going to notice is, is this guy, is he physically attractive? If he's not, then move beautiful on. You know what soul. I mean? It, and same thing to a guy. Like, is the is the woman beautiful or whatever? You don't look at, oh, they might have a good personality. So it's it's the first impression, basically. And that's why it's really emphasized. Okay. Exactly. Now, can you tell from talking to me on the phone that I'm a, a beautiful person? Um, Enough said. Don't answer that question, okay? The silence has spoken volumes in this case, and I'll let you go for that. But well, from your arrogance, you know, and uh, the way you carry yourself on mm, the phone mm. and you, the tone of your voice. Right. Because if you find someone who's beautiful and you tell them they're cute and they're a guy, it's, it's just, no, don't, don't take that as a compliment. It's more you're handsome, okay? Okay. Your masculinity comes out. You know what I mean? Now, Nadia, is it true that when asked about uh, a definition of beauty, female beauty, many men cite physical attributes? Oh, they certainly do, Jackson. And granted, for men and women, when you walk into a room, your first impression will be based on what your eyes tell you. And for many people, based on what they see, they will decide if they'll actually go to the next point of striking up a conversation with a person. So the physical characteristics are a big part of the initial meeting. I don't think many will argue with that. But I think it's important to note that what will keep the attention of a woman after that point is the personality, the sense of humor, etc. Men, on the other hand, well, I guess it doesn't take much to keep a man's attention, does it? <laughs> what do you think, Jackson? Well, I think it's, it's first how you capture the attention and then you keep it later, mm. right? I think so. so. Most people, I guess, will, will, will gravitate towards uh, the more physically attractive people in the room and then... Absolutely. Physically attractive, but when we're talking about physically attractive, we talk Talking about uh, the package, mm. for, to to be to put it very bl- bluntly, bluntly. that package that they're confronted with, but also the the confidence because your body language will See, that, that's it, another it gives form a lot of beauty. Away. That is another form of beauty. Absolutely, because you can find the physically unattractive mm. person, but they exude a certain Absolutely. aura around themselves that you, you find so charming and, and that's attractive very powerful. too. Real men actually go for that, right? I think so. impact it has had on our societies on our communities and on our young women and men in the world but you know most specifically on the continent i, I mean i almost-
almost like that people from different cultures and different parts of the world don't only strive to be like Western culture and like what we have. I think that we're going in the right direction with people aiming to be different or aiming to conform or like, like aiming to show pride in like their own culture. Less conformation to Le- the dominant culture, I guess. Yeah, and right. instead like embracing their own culture. Like I think it's great when people don't conform to the Western culture because that's what makes the world different. And, and speaking of, of not conforming, uh, I should say with, with lots of pride that one of our <laughs> guests here today is Damisi Fawale, a young Nigerian-American <laughs> woman. She's rocking natural hair. Not two weeks ago I wasn't, but... Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, I it was still natural, but, you know. Um, oh, but going out off what Jacqueline was saying, like, I know in specific places in Africa, I'm going to speak for Nigeria because I know Nigeria, um, like, a gap in someone's teeth would be considered very beautiful. And right. that's, like, a sign of beauty there. But here, people, like, want to get braces immediately, don't want any gaps in their teeth. Matter of fact, one of the people, one of the young women that I interview on this show says that she could not wait... Uh, to get, turn 17 and have that gap closed. Mm, and I know yeah. you're right. In, in most African societies, most African cultures, that is a symbol of beauty, having a gap in so, your teeth. Yeah. So I think that's so interesting. And I really do admire that distinction because, um, you know, I feel like most people are coming here and conforming, but I appreciate the people who are sticking to their own standards of beauty. And I mean, if it's not unhealthy, but there's something beautiful about being able to be comfortable in your own skin. And um, also about how um, the way I see it is individualism. I'm a strong component of individualism. So I don't want to say that the media is the one to blame and that, you know, if the media weren't this way, I will say that, um, you know, we're all subject to peer pressure and um, influences from the media and things like that. But it boils down to your personal um convictions. And I really believe that if we as humans didn't succumb to or didn't buy into the standard of beauty that the media was pushing on us, then we would live in a different society. Yeah, right now. Th- th- there's no there's no uh, uh, conspiracy by the media to 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 create this construct of ideal beauty, no? No, it's completely out there for us. And <laughs> it's 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 almost before our eyes. But at the same time, there are many people who ignore it or they think they ignore it. But subliminally, I think it really puts images in our minds right, and influences right. us, whether we like it or not. That's um, just the world that we're living in. Right. So <laughs> I really guess that's is. the power of media, too, it, you know. Mm-hmm. It's it's extremely, I mean, like you said, it's a billion-dollar industry, bleaching. Mm-hmm. And and even in India, like, it's if you're light-skinned, you're considered, you know, above. And like even in, the, in the social strata. In the, exactly. Right. Regardless the, of... The, the lighter you are, the, 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 the more power, I guess, you have, the more prominence you have in, in society. Absolutely. And it's easy to talk about that being in here, but, like, if you actually visit the countries, it's serious. Like, right. it's actually surprising. The, like, there's been a extent. serious brainwashing that has been going on for centuries that is really hard to overcome by in, in like, a decade or two. Of, uh, but do you, do you see a movement within these communities, like, say, in in Nigeria, where, in Nigeria... I don't really... I can't speak for the majority of people, so I don't know if there's any kind of movement I would love there to be, but um, I do know that... I do know of people, friends, who um, use African black soap, which is one of the side effects, I guess, is it, like, makes your skin lighter. And I (laughs) just, like... African black soap? It's called African (laughs) black soap. It's black, but it, like... My cousin... For a bleaching soap. You know, it makes... he is lighter skin than I've ever seen him, and it's the most, it's the weirdest thing. 
I, I can tell you that the way people show beauty in terms of the beauty of a person in terms of the face, that is a little bit shallow because and you, we human beings buy into that a lot. Beauty does not go without brain. you got to have both. I think the beauty of somebody may not necessarily be to parade somebody in a swimwear. So that way I think it's, yes, it is demeaning. When you describe an African woman, a beautiful one, you'd say she has body. We try to ascribe to the Western concept of a beautiful woman. And uh, in fact, it doesn't go with our physical structures. There's even a saying, you know, in Tanzania, hakuna mtu mwambamba. There's no skinny person. Opayemi Obajemi is a Nigerian student. I brought him in uh, for a chat with uh, Charissa, who is a personal trainer and physical health consultant here in Washington, D.C. And I started off by putting Mr. Opayemi on the spot about beauty. First of all, let me, I'll start off by you, Yemi. If you, look, you first met Charissa today, right, a few <laughs> minutes ago. Would you consider her beautiful? Absolutely, yeah. Why? Why would you say she's beautiful? Um, Based on what? I put uh, you on the spot right there. Uh, yeah, I? yeah, you did. You did. Um, I, I think She's I would... waiting to see why. Because <laughs> your, your answer might determine whether you're going to play that game. <laughs> I, I, okay, I think, like you said, beauty is, beauty is in the eyes of the beholder. Um, every guy is attracted to something. So, facially, she uh, has a, a nice facial structure. She has pretty eyes. Um, physically, she is in good form, I think. How, how, do, how would you respond to that characterization of beauty? Same that his attraction to you, based on your physical features. Do you, are you okay with no. you saying you're beautiful just based on your features? No, I think, I think um, it depends on how you're raised and, you know, your values. You have beauty that is physical but there's also you know inner beauty and i i was always taught that the beauty that's most important is what's inside thank you for tuning into the show today whether you're streaming online or listening in on radio from wherever you are in africa or other parts of the world we hope you can continue this conversation connect with us on our social media platforms especially on our facebook Go to Facebook and search for Upfront Show VOA. Connect with us, like the page, share with your friends, and leave a comment. We are always updating the show on the page with new information on a range of issues, especially of concern to our audience in Africa and in the diaspora. Remember, as our elders say, leading a race does not mean you will win it. I'm Jackson Bungani. Good day, Africa. Oh,